2: And hello and welcome. Hello. Hello. I was reading a, uh, something from you, Marcia, and suddenly I went blank. Welcome and thank you as always for joining us. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can get us at 866WS Radio. Uh, you can also get us on Twitter at, uh, RealMarkCohen or Marcia Collier. You can find us on twubs, T-W-U-B-S dot com uh and that will allow you at hashtag tech radio to follow everything we do on here and also our computer and technology facebook page please follow us on there and welcome how are you marcia
1: computer and com facebook page as yeah, you what named. she said
2: <laughs> uh, and how, was your how are you week? doing I'm I'm finally, I think, reasonably well after sleeping for like, uh, 10 straight days. I think I'm getting a little bit better. Actually worked Must out, so nice. that was good. Must be
1: nice. Must be nice, to be Yeah, able well, to I mean, I worked in days. between.
2: I didn't stay home, <laughs> but, you know, i I'm just dragging. Whatever's going on. There's a lot of stuff going around now. Boy, there's been some terrible flu. Did in you get Southern your California. flu shot? I did. Yeah, I always do. Uh, I always so do fortunately that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, but there's a lot of stuff and the weather in the world right now is weird. You know, the East Coast is freezing and the West Coast is windy and hot, so.
1: And we have no rain. We have had no no rain rain at all, and this is our rainy season.
2: Yeah, we had a big fire going on here in Los Angeles. Um, and, uh, so it's a scary time in, in the dry parts of LA County. So other than that, we're good. Uh, we got lots to talk to you about today. Marsha, you want to start with something you want me to start?
1: Well, I wanted, I wanted to mention, I don't know, do you remember my talking about Nest? originally yeah, on the sure. show yeah sure uh-huh yeah and they I just had got bought right he's the CEO but he was really really busy right so you know hey if if you can't find time for us what can i say well uh, you know clearly. i don't need to go through a blood test before you come on tech radio yeah right so, <laughs> anyway google i the, i guess the reason he was really busy is because google bought nest yeah, for that. 3.2 billion dollars yeah. oh MG. I mean, that's insane, $3.2 billion. But I do have to tell you, we've had the Nest. Now, for those who don't know, a Nest is a thermostat that measures your electricity use. And uh, you can find it at nest.com. And it will give you information on your energy usage and give you tips on how to save energy. And I do have to admit that after, I guess we've had it for about three months The power bill definitely went on, and it's almost went down, and it's almost like when you, you know, like a dog starts salivating when you show it a biscuit, you know, (laughs) want the biscuit, want the biscuit. Right. So on your Nest thermostat, it has a little green leaf, which if you push it to a certain temperature, you know, like if you only at night heat to sixty-seven instead of Mm sixty-eight, you get a little green leaf. So So so, you know,
2: gold star. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so okay. I want to get my little green leaf, uh-huh. so I'll dial it down. And I have found getting that little green leaf, just taking know, maybe wearing a sweater around the house, made a big difference, and we did have a reduction in power. They also, Nest Company also makes a carbon monoxide monitor for homes, which I don't think is as big an issue in Southern California because we don't, I don't understand about the carbon monoxide. Do you understand about that in the home?
2: Um, I know that I have them all over the house. I bought some and plugged them in. I don't know that I need it, but I thought <laughs> it sounded like a really good idea. So, uh, yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't know either. I just went, oh, well, I I think I it
1: want... has to do something with furnaces. Maybe some of our listeners can Could tweet to us, hashtag tech radio, and let us know. Because I really have no idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue either. Interesting.
1: And, and I figure if, if you, I don't know, how could it, how could it kill me? Uh, well, also, it can apparently,
2: it, but hopefully not.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently it can, but yeah, I have right. no idea. Uh, I had a question for you. When we were at Showstoppers, which was part of CES, and it was a press, yeah. you know, press meeting thing, mm-hmm. and we met a lot of brands, there was an impossible tempered glass. Yes. Pro X. Yep. Cover thingamajig. Yep. For the iPhone. And I'm looking at it now made of slim .0.33 millimeter top grade glass. Right. So it's really more than a cover. And it supposedly enhances the retina display. And it does all that. Now, I don't put covers on my phones. I was just curious.
2: I did. You know, when you you mentioned it, it yeah, you mentioned it this morning. And I went, no, but then I did. I do have it on my phone. And basically, it's not even really a cover. It's a protector more than a cover. Because what it is, as Marcia just said, it's a screen, piece of glass that you just place on the screen and it allegedly protects it. So yes, I do have it on. And the truth is I don't notice it's on there, which is a good thing that I, you know, I had actually even completely forgot I put it on there. But it's supposed <laughs> to protect the, you know, they showed, I think, hitting it with a hammer. And I'm not about to attempt that with my iPhone, but uh, supposedly it does protect the screen, and I would expect that it probably does. So, yes, I do have it on the uh, phone.
1: Oh, and uh, so you can recommend it? I mean, for those who seem to think they need that, that's the Impossible Tempered Glass ITG Pro Plus.
2: Yeah, it works well. Yeah,
1: yeah, and there was one other thing that we got at uh, Showstoppers and we'll talk more about some other things later, but the Screen Doctor Antimicrobial Portable Screen and Device Cleaner.
2: Is that the thing now, you stick, it's like a case and you stick it in?
1: No, no, no. no we okay. talked about that last week. This is a spray that you spray on a little, and their packaging oh, is very unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know how you always lose the little scarves right. or the little wipers that come with this? Well, the lid of the... Screen doctor actually has a place for it where it allows it to dry out. And according to the manufacturer, it leaves a protective coating with oleophobic and anti-static properties to make surface easier to clean. I
2: don't know what that means, Um, but it sounds cool.
1: I tested it on all my devices, Yeah. and I got to tell you, I, I don't know about anti-static properties. Nothing has zapped <laughs>
0: yeah, <right. Exactly.
1: laughs> when, when I touched it, but it really cleans and does make my phone less... There's less of a tendency now to leave smudges and fingerprints on the phone. If so that I were guess, to work,
2: it's a billion-dollar idea.
1: Yeah, it's, it's streak-free, which, you know, when you're putting... Have you noticed sometimes... And just as a tip, when you're using one of these screen and device cleaners, spray the product onto the cloth. Do not spray it direct on your screen.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah, they they were very... uh, Very, very... That was a
1: really important thing. And really, it makes sense because you don't want it dripping down into wherever.
2: Right, exactly.
1: So, okay, and what this does also, it has antimicrobial properties that prevent the regrowth of stain and odor-causing bacteria. Cool. And microorganisms on the treated surface. I have to tell you, I was eating spaghetti one night. And, you know, a few days later, I noticed there was a little red sauce on the back of my tablet.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: that's how. Yeah, save yeah. it for later.
1: Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. So that's what prompted me to test the screen doctor. And I got to tell you, uh, Two ounces. I don't. I don't know what it costs. It can't be very much. But really cool, the screen doctor from Digital Innovations. That it, it was very cool. We found that at Showstoppers.
2: Yeah. No, I I have tried it and it was good. And I don't know if it prevents fingerprints so much, but I mean that would be nice because I am endlessly cleaning all of the screens that I use. It's less
1: prone to fingerprints. Well, that would when be good. You, you know, it. You still get the fingerprints. I mean, <laughs> but they clean off easier they're not they don't seem like indelible fingerprints
2: uh, okay hey i got a story for you if you have not heard this in la a, a woman was pulled over by the police and given a ticket for wearing google glass while she was driving I and know. the and the police said that it was the same thing as watching a video screen which is illegal uh, certainly probably in all states but certainly in california you know you can't watch a movie while you're in the front seat of a car. And in fact, most cars disable the ability to pop a CD in when you're moving. So she took it to court, she fought it, and she won. And she won because the judge said the police were unable to prove that she was watching it while she was driving.
1: Well, you see, that's the thing, and, and that's where the law is going to have to, you know, take a, a, a look at this, because Google Glass is not on. Mm-hmm. Um all the time. And if you're getting directions from Google Glass, you hear them as well. You don't have, you know, it can be read to you. So it, it does make a difference. And I believe I, I mentioned in an article uh the California law. I mean, that actually, it overturned that it would be covered under a certain law. Right. So I thought that was very significant because they're really going to have to decide with wearable technology i mean you're not supposed to be holding a phone right even holding a phone is a ticketable offense whether you're using it or not right correct so yeah um think about when the wearable watches come out and things like this
2: well that'll be tougher because they haven't set up something that says you can't look down at your watch so you know I don't know. It's going to be very, very difficult to enforce that kind of thing. I mean, certainly they've been giving out tickets here in California for a long time if you use your cell phone hands-free. If you don't use it hands-free, if you're talking on your cell phone. I know several friends that have gotten pulled over, got however much the ticket was for using their cell phone. So that is certainly...
1: Yeah, the actual law is California Vehicle Code 27602, quote, A person shall not drive a motor vehicle if a television receiver, video monitor, or a television or video screen is operating located in the motor vehicle at a point forward to the back of the driver's seat or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Bottom line, uh, find that article and print it out if you're a Google Glassware and you attend, intend to wear it. While can you're you, driving
2: can you do uh, does the Google Glass do GPS for you as you're yes. driving the car okay, it so can. The, so you that's, can
1: ask it to do that
2: yeah, so the question is, have you tried that
1: uh, not while driving
2: i I mean, I just wonder, is that any less or more disruptive than looking at your GPS screen, which is below you
1: agreed, and bingo that's it. you know the California vehicle code says a video monitor, right. technically would that not be? also a navigation screen
2: yeah i don't know it would be very yeah. interesting and do you think having you use both do you think it's less intrusive or more intrusive by using it on google glass
1: i'll tell you when we get back All
2: right. uh, by the <laughs> week coming up next and lots of wireless stuff uh, wireless technology at ces we'll be right back
1: this is marcia collier and i'm here with mark cohen and we are on ws radio the worldwide leader in internet talk
0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And
2: now it is the time where we scour the universe, the planets, and this week, because I was sick, Walgreens, pharmacy, all that, that's not where we bought it from, for the buy. Thank you, Wade. Uh, this is this is kind of nifty. Um, and I remember in the old days where we used to use Marsha Remember the Dymo labels? You know where you just yeah, you, you, do you know
1: Dymo owns Indisha.
2: Right. Exactly. So yeah. uh, this is um, the brother P Touch PTD two hundred MA, which is a label maker, and it's an electronic label label maker. And you know, we I don't know about you, but I use these for you know folders at the office for making a nice marking instead of handwriting things. And this normally sells for about 40 bucks. You can get it only for the next eight hours. So if you're listening on the archives, don't bother to do this. It's only available live. Uh, it's at Office Max and it's available for $14.99 which is really a heck of a good deal. Um, it's got one-touch keys, eight professional fonts, uh, uses laminated TZE tape, which is up to 12 millimeters wide, uh, easy access memory, stores up to thirty. Of your favorite labels, it includes 600 symbols, 95 frames, 12 deco patterns. Works on a uh, six AAA batteries or AC adapter. Uh, yeah, but if
1: you're listening in the archives, you can't get it. But it's only thirty nine ninety nine. Anyway, no, no. So it's
2: fourteen ninety
1: nine. No, I'm talking about the regular oh, price. Oh, right, right, only right. To... anyway. So what the heck?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you want to save twenty five bucks on this thing, which is a pretty cool little device, again, this is available at Office Max. And it is the Brother P-Touch PT-D200MA Label Maker, normally 40 bucks, available for fourteen ninety nine. And that is the buy of the week, I tell you, the buy of the week.
1: Okay, uh, I have to tell you, are you a nap taker?
2: Oh, well, certainly this last week I have been. But for the most part, I set my iPhone to wake me in 23 minutes. I don't know why, but yes, the answer is I am.
1: So when you wake up from your naps, you're just fine.
2: No, I, when I was younger, I was just fine. I could pop up and, and get into an MMA fight. Now I can barely get up to get the mail. So okay, so what, what's
1: that, what that's called <laughs> is when you're woken up disoriented from a nap... It's called sleep inertia and occurs when you're abruptly awakened in the middle of a sleep cycle. Okay. So probably at 23 minutes, you haven't gone through a full sli- right. sleep cycle. Right, uh, and that's why I take okay.
2: shorter, shorter kind of power naps, they used to call them.
1: So I found a product because there's been all this research on how important naps are for you. Mm-hmm. It's called NapWell. It's not available yet. They are a Kickstarter you know, which is a crowdsourced Uh funding project. Uh But it's been designed by engineers at MIT, Stanford, and Harvard Medical School. Hey, So it's got a great pedigree. Smart guys. Yeah, and it's a napping mask, and it's created to help people nap more efficiently. Interesting. So, yeah, so what it does is you can have your ideal nap because Napwell's built-in timer tracks your nap, and shortly before you are ready to wake up, uh, it tells somehow, okay? Mm-hmm. It begins to gradually bring you out of sleep. Hmm. The inside of the mask is luminous, and it kind of gradually lights up to simulate sunrise, waking you up at the desired time that you need to get up naturally.
2: So it doesn't tell you what that time is. It just senses what how much it should be.
1: No. Uh, let's say you only have a half hour for your nap. okay. Okay, and you have fallen into deep sleep, right? Let's assume that. So when that alarm goes on, you get sleep inertia, and you're all, oh, go, where am I? Okay, what this does is it wakes you up naturally to emulate the sunrise. Interesting. So there's no disruption of the sleep cycle. It pulls gradually pulls you out, wakes you up. So when your alarm finally rings, you wake up feeling refreshed instead of groggy.
2: Yeah, I'm very, I mean, if I take a really long nap, like this last, as I was talking about this last week, I've been sick. I've taken two days of two and a half hour naps. So I don't even know if you call that a nap anymore, two and a half hours. And I woke up and I could barely get out of the uh, the bed. I was lucky to be able to get to sleep, but I was just so knocked out. So this would make some sense if it actually worked.
1: Uh, well, you know, it had, like I said, good pedigree behind it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, they're fully funded on Kickstarter. I, I assume they still take more money, yeah, but sure. um, and I don't normally invest in these. But this is something I really need because I want to take naps, right? But I just can't. Just well, a can't sure, I do can. T- it.
2: I will say that a shorter nap for me, when I wake up from a 20-minute or 22-minute nap, I am much more refreshed and awake than I would be if I woke up from a two-and-a-half-hour nap where I'm completely zonked.
1: Well, I just tweeted a link so people can watch the video and see exactly how it works. It looks pretty fabulous. So, uh, and I'm looking forward to getting my beta version and testing what, when, it out.
2: When will it be available?
1: Uh, it, it says, well, some are as early estimated delivery of beta tester masks in January, but those are all sold out. Uh, I believe July will be the beta tester final version. Nice. Okay. So that'll be a pre-production model and uh I'm in there. So Cool. Yep. Yeah. More All stuff right. I, to talk about on Tech Radio.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh I've got uh, pouring over my recent and I really actually was. Uh somehow I got a a subscription to Popular Science, which I haven't read in years and I always thought it was a pretty cool magazine because it tells you, the, you know, the latest and ultimate the latest in tech and things like that. And I was reading an article about a company, uh it's called the Robo Robo Ray. It was developed by the University of Bristol and Samsung. And it's got a kind of a military application. It's a four foot six, uh, four point six feet tall.
1: Now it's uh, Robo Ray like? Robo
2: Ray. R-O-B-O-R-A-Y. Okay. It can do 3D mapping, uh, its surroundings on the fly. It's enabled to quickly navigate through environments and obstacles without a GPS. And they see this in use for the military. And it, it looks, I mean, it's a cool looking, it looks like, uh, it actually looks What is looks it?
1: Like, is it a wearable device?
2: What oh, no, 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 it? it's a robot. It's a six okay. four foot six robot. And it kind of looks to me, if you look it up and you can find it, uh, it looks like the crash dummy. You know, the ones that we see, those that did all those commercials. Right. Uh, but it's an electronic device. It's not. I don't think meant for uh, personal use, but for, you know, for the military to be able to uh, map their surroundings, and it has 53 actuators on it, and it does the mapping software. So, I guess for the use in the military, they can send this robot out to look around for I don't know if it's landmines or for whatever it is, and uh, not have to deal with satellites with GPS devices. So, uh, right. check it's kind of a cool thing. It's got a head-mounted stereo camera on the top of it, so they can watch it as it's going. And again, it's called Robo Ray if you want to check it out which I thought was a pretty cool device, and hopefully now that's will help generally
1: is that that's general. I was going to say, for military applications.
2: Uh, well, yes. I mean, I think the intent here is to use it for the military. Uh, but, I mean, I guess you could use it if you have enough money, and it doesn't give a cost on here, so I don't know what this thing is going to run. But, you know, I think for the most part it's uh, meant for the military, but it would be a nice boon. You know, they, we've tried to come up with those kinds of things for years to detect landmines and things like that to protect our uh, soldiers. So if that works, I think it's a pretty cool device.
1: Well, you know, we all love robots, right?
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and since we're not going to be able to get RoboRay, at yep. Showstoppers, they had M.I.P., your new little robot Yeah, friend. that was a cute little thing. I mean, they were adorable. I'll tweet out a picture of them. What they are, are it's made by a company called WowWe, which makes really ingenious toys.
2: Yeah, very cool before. stuff. They made right? larger robots than the one we're talking about now.
1: Yeah, this one, Okay. You, It has, like, little wheels at the bottom, mm-hmm. and you can use hand motions, which they've trademarked gesture sense technology, um, to make it roll on its little wheels. You can track, dance, roam. It does tricks. It plays a game. Um, it, it's a lot of fun, especially you get another friend with another robot. They can do things. So it's pretty much effortless navigation, mm-hmm. and so it's... I'm tweeting a picture of it now. It's a a little tiny robot. I'd say it's about a foot tall and it's perched on dual wheels. Yeah, it's cute. And yeah, and you can power it with iOS or Android apps. And it's really a lot of fun. Uh, I see it's supposed to ship in spring, but it really looks adorable and I think could be a great toy and a big win for Wowie.
2: Yeah, they're a fun company and they've been around for a while. I remember years ago they sent me a, I would say about a two foot tall robot, you know, with a remote control that does all kinds of things and it'll bring you your drink. It had a, a like, almost like a cup holder in it. So if you wanted to send it in the kitchen. That was the
1: Robo, Robo something. Sapien, wasn't it? Yeah, Robo and Sapien. The Robo Sapien yeah. was very big for them if I remember.
2: Yeah, I think that is uh, what it is. Uh, yeah. I think, I think it's still sitting in my closet somewhere, but uh, <laughs> it was a cute little device. Yeah, that was cool.
1: Yeah, so there you go. But this one's more for gameplay and mm-hmm. just amusing. You can trace a path path for it to follow. You can do all kinds of things with it. So they're a lot of fun. It's a toy. It's cool, and, and it's I, cute. Honestly, And I think it costs one hundred and nineteen dollars with free shipping at the wowee.com dot com website.
2: Yeah, so I, I still can't quite figure out what it does.
1: It's um, a toy.
2: Well, I guess it's yeah. A toy. I mean, does it supposed to do something besides run back and forth on wheels?
1: Great, Mark. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it doesn't have a practical function, well, basically. It's just I mean, a toy. I mean, do
1: you remember Sony had that little dog, Ibo?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, Ibo peop- did some cool stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you know, but this has game modes. So what you can do is play various games through the app with your little robot. Um, it, If I remember, it has hands that pick up things. It's mm-hmm. really kind of cool. No, it was so- fun. I mean, it's a toy for grown-ups. Yeah. Don't I grown-ups ha- need toys?
2: I know. I mean, I have to say that I did a, when I was doing Take KCAL television out here in L.A., I did, in Sharper Image, a report on uh, Ibo. And Ibo was about two grand, I think at the time, $1,600, 1800 Yeah, that
1: it, was never cheap.
2: No, it was very expensive. It was like, uh, you know, Ibo, Bark. You know, eyeball rollover, and that's the kind of stuff it did. I, you know, I never went any place, and they stopped making it. But, uh, hey, AC routers coming up next from, uh, from me and other stuff from Marsha. We'll be right back.
1: Okay. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen, and we're live on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAK.com to learn more.
0: The key to a successful business is astute and solid promotion. Instant Imprints offers limitless solutions and everything you need to promote your business, event, or cause. From T-shirts to banners, trade show displays, mugs, business cards, we can imprint on anything from pens, golf balls, clothing, Vehicles and any type of customer giveaways. In order to grow, you must promote and Instant Imprints is your full service company to help you in all of your marketing and promotional needs. Locally owned and operated in prices that will be music to your budget and a turnaround time that will make you smile. Two San Diego locations to serve you downtown and in Mira Mesa at Flanders. It's Instant Imprints for all your promotional needs. Remember our name instant imprints. There are no poems written about mailing and shipping. There is no Hall of Fame dedicated to shipping. Most people don't wake up and yell, I can't wait to ship today. No, shipping is not supposed to be exciting. It's just supposed to work. That's the idea behind Indicia. For over 25 years, Indicia has been offering shipping and mailing software solutions for online sellers, warehouse shippers, office mailers, and home mailers that's smart and efficient. Indicia. Simple as that. Visit Indicia.com slash radio. That's E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash radio.